I'm sure there's a girl out there who you're really into and she kind of thinks you're pathetic. Maybe she's even mildly disgusted by you. It's a humiliating thought to think that somebody might think so low of you. It makes you angry. It makes you wonder, what is wrong with women? Why are they so cruel? Why are they never responding? Why they don't let me even talk to them? Why are they such I understand why men then turn to video games, to excluding themselves from society, to saying all women are the same, and they turn to the black pill movement, they turn to the men going their own way movement, and they just stop trying to even get female energy because it's so toxic, right? They just watch porn, play video games, scroll, watch sexy pictures online, but never interact with women anymore in real life. Some of the things I'm going to say in this video might be hard pills to swallow, but I want you to keep watching because it is crucial for you to understand those realities, those perspectives, and understand why women are the way they are. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So in this video, we're going to talk about four parts. We start with the harsh truth, basically why it is normal that she doesn't respect you, why she rightfully thinks you're average and why you shouldn't expect a hot girl to have any respect for you. We then move on to talk about the root cause for this behavior. Is it genetics? Is it the product of our society? Why are women behaving like that? Then we put ourselves in her shoes and we're trying to see the world from the woman's perspective. This is really important to understand and make a habit for you if your plan is to have attractive women in your life in the future. And finally, let's take action. We're going to look at the things you can do today to get your power back, to become attractive to the women that you desire. Because at the end of the day, you can't really change society. You have to accept how it is. You can't change biology to an extent, but you can change yourself. Part one, the harsh truth. Do genetics have something to do with the fact that some guys get more attention of women than others? Of course. I don't want to bullshit you. I want to be honest with you. Some guys are just born taller with a wider jaw and they just fit the modern beauty standard more. Okay, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to complain about it? Are you going to cry about it? Are you going to, as I said, exclude yourself from society entirely because of that? There is no point in that. And there is a positive side to this. In my experience, the Chad, right, the guy who's really attractive and popular in high school, he also never has to try it. He's actually quite lazy. Most chads, they peak in high school because it's so easy for them to go through life. They never have this from zero to hero phase or where they really want to show it to someone. So they get lazy, which gives you an advantage. You can outwork them. You can be disciplined and get ahead. And because, especially on the male side, not everything is about genetics and beauty, it is more like that on the female side, right? They, we judge women more by their beauty than they judge us our looks. So as men, we can outwork each other. But let's be honest, your biology and DNA is not the only shortcoming you have with women, right? And if you only focus on that, you're basically a loser who just gave up. There's so many elements that make a guy attractive. Let's look at your fashion, your hygiene. Like, are you really communicating 
something about you through your fashion? Can I look at you for one second and kind of figure out who you are, what do you want to express about yourself? Or you just wear whatever is in your closet or what you bought with your mom years ago. How is your hygiene? Are you trimmed right now? Do you have like a lot of hair on your neck? What about your eyebrows? Is there eyebrows between your eyes? How is your breath? When was the last time you got a dental cleaning? All this stuff are factors that you have to count in. So you might be doing all these things, good, but in my experience, a lot of guys don't even think about that stuff. So why would she respect you? Then we live in a society where, yes, a lot of people spend a lot of time on their phone. You have to accept that. Hot girls spend a lot of time on Instagram. And who blames them? It's fun. They get engagement. They can share stuff. They can talk to their friends there. They get funny memes. They get a lot of validation there. And... Again, who can blame them? You should therefore also exist on social media. You can use the same principles. So how is your Instagram profile? Do you even have an account? How many photos did you post? Are they, again, communicating something attractive about you? Do you fit a certain archetype that is attractive to women? Or did you just post up three group photos with your male work colleagues and then two photos of butterflies and a nice landscape of a sunset that nobody cares about. And worse than that, you're just not that charming. You come off as weird, creepy, uncalibrated, and mainly inexperienced. Your body language is off, your conversation topics are boring, either on the extreme side of when you're really nervous with a hot girl of asking way too many questions, or on the other side, not knowing at all what to say, and then it kind of lands in the middle of you just being a boring, generic guy. Couple that with your lack of eye contact, but then secretly staring at girls and your voice going up when you talk to them. Hi, Lisa, how are you? You clearly give off a super creepy vibe and you just show her you are stressed around hot women. And I'm not saying this to shame you. I'm saying this because I've been in the same position for so many years and I hated that about my life. I was pretty good at school. I was, you know, about to be a engineer, a software engineer. I knew, okay, I'm going to make money in the future. Maybe I can even earn enough to build a cool lifestyle. Maybe I can be a digital nomad. Maybe I can travel the world and, you know, take photos and experience cool sites and uh, meet people from different cultures. But really, I knew if I don't fix this, if I don't learn how to be calibrated around hot women, my life will be shit. What's the point of traveling around the world when you don't know how to talk to people? What's the point of having a lot of money and, you know, having status with cars and jewelry and a cool position, but you cannot even say hi to the girl you really want to talk to? You're always going to just meet the basic girl, the one who chooses you, the one where you with her and you're like, okay, this is better than nothing, but you're still always dreaming about these higher value, harder girls. And you're always going to know it's your fault because you didn't do any of the stuff that I just mentioned and more, all the stuff I talk about on this channel. And you will have to blame yourself when you're older. Let me tell you a story about my friend Robbie from New York. He's a great guy, but to be honest, he's not special in any sense. He's a bit chubby. He's not particularly funny. He's not crazy charismatic. He's my height or even a bit shorter than me. He dresses just in jeans and the polo shirt or black t-shirt, very basic. He doesn't wear jewelry. He doesn't show any status. And he's even balding and he's always trying to hide it with like combing his hair around his head. So he's basically a pudgy average American who is into golf. But he did master one skill and it's going to sound so basic. It's going to almost sound crazy to you. 
he did master the skill of being himself and not just being himself by himself in his room or with his friends and with his best buddies and with his parents. He mastered the skill of being himself around hot women. He's not changing himself when supermodel level women are in the room. He's not trying to be funny. He's not suddenly coming up with stories where he was cool and he was the hero. He's not using any pickup lines. He's not trying to be closer to them or show or name drop or anything like that. He would just stay exactly the same. He's just being himself 100% of the time, which is a skill I've almost not witnessed with any other man, especially in the higher echelons of society and anyone else yet. And I know this because I've been traveling around the world with him. I've been in so many situations with him, day gaming in Ukraine, house parties in Budapest, music festivals, benders in New York City, bikini shoots on the Maldives. With women, without women, he would be the same guy. This might be strange to you. Maybe you don't understand. Alex, what are you talking about? What's so hard about just, you know, not changing your behavior when you are around hot girls? Probably you're thinking that you're just not around really hot girls enough. Like I remember, especially one girl, we were at this party, it was in Cyprus. And this girl, like you, you know, when a girl walks in the room and you just have to stare at her, you cannot take your eyes off her. You realize you're being weird, but you just can't like your biological DNA, your conditioning, you just have to stare at her. She just melts your face off. I, so we spent a week together with this girl and like 15 other girls. I was being weird every time she was in the room. I would change my behavior. I would either eat faster, drink slower, fix my posture, uh, try to look cool, put my arm on another girl to make her show that I'm like just all these behaviors that just I don't do when she's not in the room. I wasn't the only one. Every guy who interacted with her during this trip was instantly changing his behavior, except Robbie. He was being himself. He didn't give a f and of course, he knows what's going on, right? Of course, he isn't just not thinking she's hot. He admitted, yes, she's probably one of the hottest girls he has seen in his whole life, but he has the ability to just chill out. Robbie was relaxed, and that confused her. Like, not just her, a lot of women. They're like, what's up with him? Why is he so normal? He doesn't look like an alpha, right? He doesn't look like the cool, chill guy. He looks just a normal American. What's wrong with him? What's going on there? So they get really intrigued. They try to tease him. They try to test him. They nag him, so to say, which is amazing by itself, right? Like, usually, if you know anything about, like, old, old pickup techniques... As like, oh, you should nag the girl, which again just shows that you're interested in her. You're doing something to her. With Robbie, it's different. Girls are trying to get something out of him. They're so intrigued by his rock-solid behavior that they're trying to test him, but he was solid. Now, is he just a natural? Is he just born without emotions? No. How did Robbie learn all these skills? 10 years of day game, house parties, VIP parties, being at the best festivals, hanging out with models all the time. I mean, his story is pretty crazy. He basically, you know, spent hundreds of hours on VIP tables in clubs, and he was not always like that, right? We all come from some point of insecurity and lack of abundance, and the guys who are really solid and don't act weird around women, they had to earn it. And he's one of them, and it took him many, many years. So why am I telling you the story? Didn't I just say, it's good to be fit, it's good to have good hygiene, and guys with, you know, wide jaw and born taller with biological advantages have it easier? Yes. And that's the crazy part. Robbie is average height, a bit chubby, 
as I said, doesn't dress particularly well. And he has the biggest advantage. He was out chatting all the chats because he mastered of being himself. As I said, not just being himself, but he's being himself around hot women, which is a totally different ballgame. Even chats and cool guys are constantly trying to impress hot women. Nobody is safe from it. So you really have to earn that skill. And it's so special because she knows as the hot woman going through life, she constantly sees every other guy not acting normal. She constantly, and she has a sixth sense for that, sees guys trying to impress her, name dropping, flicking photos of cars and yachts on, on, on phones, you know, just being extra nice and so on. Almost like it's an NFT or it's a really rare NFT if you have the ability to just be normal. She will appreciate that. You will stand out in her world instantly. Rich guys think, oh, I will stand out by being really rich or by showing her my house or how big my company is or showing up in a very expensive suit or telling her how I got that watch. That's not special to her. If she's really high level, she sees that shit all the time. So the most rare metric on that, you know, baseball card or Pokemon card that you can have in your skill set is being normal, relaxed around hot women. And you have some level of self-awareness and you are able to be honest to yourself. You can admit that you are just not. You are not relaxed around hot women. You're not being yourself. You are changing your behavior as soon as a desirable woman is entering the room. So your two-year goal should be that. Should be become relaxed around hot women. Part two, the root cause. The reality is women are hardwired to ignore most men. It is in their DNA. The hot women, they know they're desired. They get that signal all the time. And they are wired because they're top women to go for the top men. And then if you go for the top men, why would you give attention to everyone else all the time as well? This is seen in almost every society. This is seen in a lot of animals. Like think about monkeys, right? It's just that's the way it is. Again, you can complain about it. You can cry about it. But at the end of the day... There has been billions of years evolution. And of course, now we also have crazier status symbols than ever before. And we have social media and we have AI and filters and all this other bullshit. But it really comes down to the principles of top women want to date a top man. The good news is it's not that hard to climb up the ladder. Actually, and I'm going to talk about this later, the fact that there is social media and that we are globalized is a huge opportunity for you. And also, the fact that so many guys are now addicted to all these dopamine machines, right? They're addicted to porn, to, to social media, swiping, consuming all day, being on YouTube, computer games, gives you an edge. If you just cut all that bullshit out, if you have a clean diet, you don't smoke weed, you don't drink alcohol, you don't spend hours on social media, video games, and all this other bullshit entertainment stuff, you have the chance to become a top-level guy. It won't happen in one week. But if you focus for one or two years and also focus on a career, you know, not constantly trying to become a crypto trader or switching project every couple of weeks, and you're focusing on your charisma, which is part of what I talked about, focusing on becoming relaxed around women, focusing on your eye contact, communicating a lot about women, having female friends, all that stuff, you will be a high-value man within two years and then you can date the women you truly desire. They will give you attention because you outworked and outcompeted 
all these other lazy motherfuckers. And be careful of glorifying the good old days, right? Like when we lived in villages and everything was great and we focused on family and there wasn't all this toxic other stuff around. There's a little bit of truth to that, but think about the actual reality. As a high value man, I don't know, 100, 500 years ago in a village, you were dating around your same level of status and attractiveness and you couldn't really level up that much. You had a few choices. You went to school with a few girls and you probably got married really early. And let's be honest, the women were probably not that hot. So when people complain about the good old days now, really what they're complaining about is that society solved the problem for them of not getting women. People who complain about this, they're sitting at home, they don't get any women because they're not taking any action. And they're like, ah, oh, if I would just be a man from the middle ages, I would have just been assigned a wife and I would get married and lose my virginity easier and then I can just be a husband for until I die and work in the field. Wow, so amazing. What glory days. I think modern society is way better for dating if you take action. Like, think about it. We're not in villages anymore. We're in cities more. You can learn online. You can download courses. You can have a mentor. You can go out on the street and approach 10 women every day without consequences. You don't have to be worried about your status in your little tribe. You can improve. You can even be a bit cringy for the first few hundred approaches. You can hone that skill. You don't need to rely on whoever sits next to you in school and that's who you're going to marry. You can take action. You have choice now. You can also say no. You can delay things. You can say... I will not get married in my 20s. I will figure stuff out. I will become a high value man and then really choose the woman I really like in my 30s. Cool. None of this existed back then. So be careful glorifying the old days. And the same for women, right? They have more choice now as well. Yes, there is globalization. I'm going to talk about this in a bit. And it gives them the ability to live out their hypergamy, right? The industrial revolution and especially the internet led to women, yes, being able to really take advantage of their beauty and their abilities to date a high-value man globally. And that's not a bad thing for men either. The Playboy magazine was started in 1953. And do you think Hugh Hefner started it because he's so passionate about photography or print or educating the masses on lifestyle? Of course not. He wanted an excuse to live with 30 girls in a house, basically, right? He managed to live the life of an ancient king, of a sultan with his harem, but in the modern world. And everybody accepted it. I mean, that's amazing. He was and is a modern day king. What a great opportunity for certain guys. Is he taking away some women from other guys? Therefore, mathematically, yes, kind of, right? I mean, if he lives with 20 chicks in one house and there's 19 guys now living alone, kind of. But that's kind of my point again. You have to outwork other guys and it is easier than ever to outwork other people because everybody is a dopamine addict these days. I saw that in a video. Imagine you would have a friend who's smoking cigarettes six hours a day, like erratically, like one after the other. You would be like, bro, what the f*** is wrong with you? Go to the hospital. You, you need to go to the clinic. You need a doctor. You need help. This is insane. But it's totally fine these days to swipe on Instagram, watch six hours of YouTube, go a little bit porn, jerk off here and there. That's fine because we're all doing it now. So it's been a thing for decades that men try to improve their lifestyle by using industrial revolution and then forms of media to level themselves up, being high value men, 
getting attention, right? And women also using media to get out of their village. They realize, I'm beautiful. I should not fucking stay in this tiny fucking village. I should go to the big city. I should meet the big man. I don't want to get four kids and then still have to work on the field. I can move to the city. I can marry a businessman. Not that that's like the ideal marriage and stuff, but you get their idea. Like, why would I do this if I can do that? So that's not a new idea. Obviously, now it got accelerated by 100x. It all changed with the internet and then the internet led to social media. It led to having a phone in our pockets. It led to all having an online presence and it led to accelerating this process even more and making it even more globalized. Now there is Swedish models getting DM'd by Brazilian promoters and flown out. There is Russian girls uh, being flown to Dubai. There is Spanish girls spending time in Israel, partying in Tel Aviv. It's quite crazy these days, right? But it's not a new thing. It's just what already existed over not hundreds of years, but if you truly think about it from a DNA aspect and what we actually want in life for millions and billions of years. Now we just have the tools and the technology to make it happen on a global scale. And this is again where I am empathetic to guys being overwhelmed and either reacting with angriness or depression or just basically quitting the game, right? Just being like, fuck this. I will never be the Chad from New York City with the penthouse apartment and da-da-da. And they're getting demotivated. They give up. I understand. It can be overwhelming. Mainly because we are so status-driven these days through these platforms that you think that this is what is a high-value man. That you think the guy with the sports car, or even worse, the guy with the rich family who didn't even have to work to get the sports car, is the most attractive one. Media and, you know, what the algorithm feeds us might make us think that way. But trust me, it is not that way. I'm always coming back to charisma and cool lifestyle opportunities that you can give to girls. And like the story with Robbie, being relaxed around hot girls is the real NFT. It's the real rare attribute that you need to develop and can develop to attract hot women and also keep them. I do agree. Do athletes attract some hot women? Do, you know, rich CEOs attract hot women? Social media influencers, the guy with the Ferrari? Yes, of course. It it grabs attention, right? Who who can look away? But trust me also that I've met a lot of super beautiful women in my life that had one conversation with these types of guys and they decided this guy's a fucking idiot, this guy creeped me out, this guy's weird, this guy was just not making me comfortable or more subtle of just like, he was nice, but I just didn't, I wasn't into him. Or, yeah, he's a nice guy, but I just didn't feel the spark. Stuff like that. Because he never focused or these type of men always relied on their wealth. They always relied on their status and they think this is what leads to them dating hot women long term thanks so much for listening to the natural lifestyles podcast check us out on youtube at the natural tv see you on the next episode